Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the EKN Radio Network, a brand new podcast uh, as part of uh, what we're going to be doing for 2018, expanding everything in terms of uh, the podcast program. Of course, EKN Radio Network uh, launching as a 24-7 karting radio station. My name is Rob Howden, editor and publisher of eKartingNews.com, and excited to get a brand new one going here. We're going to have a bunch of different podcasts, as I said. There's going to be interviews, one-on-ones. We'll be, we'll be doing an industry insider Dave Cole and I will have our, our ECAN debriefs that we'll use right after events as he and I debrief uh, from the event that we had just attended. This is Operation Grassroots, our first one, actually, episode one of Operation Grassroots. Well, we're going to be looking at the Briggs 206 program around the country, around the continent, and around the world. The focus is to talk about 206, which in I don't think anybody can argue has reset the bar, pressed the reset button, if you will, uh, for club level racing and even regional level racing as well. It's done so much to bring people back to the sport. The sealed 206 program has just been absolutely fantastic for the sport. And, and of course, we thank everyone at Briggs and Stratton, of course, David Klaus for really getting behind this program and, and coming up with it because it really has changed a, a bunch of stuff. We'll kick off this episode, the very first one. And you know what? We're going to go to, I think, one of the biggest success stories in terms of regional racing for the 206. That's the KPX Championship out in Northern California. Uh, joining me here today on the podcast, Chris Rossi, one of the series coordinators and promoters. Uh, Chris, you know what? It, it's funny. Uh, we talked to a lot of people about 206, people that are new to it. And when we want a, you know, a model to show people about what this can do, uh, there's a couple you go to. We talk about how great the Canadian Nationals are and how 206 is supported here in Canada uh, with so many drivers coming out to the, uh, the Canadian Nationals, you know, 30, 40 plus in those categories. But Chris, you guys and the KPX Championship have really and truly revitalized and brought together karting again in, in Northern California. Congrats on that first, and welcome to the uh, the podcast. Hey, thanks, Rob. Thanks for everything, and uh, it's awesome to be here, and it's awesome to have a motor package like the LO206. Um, it's, it's taken off up here in NorCal. You know, it was about four years ago. Uh, Kenny Manchester was another, is another, uh, the series promoters with, uh, with me. Um, it was actually about four years ago this month. Um, I ended up, uh, putting a motor together to go run the Sid White, the four hour enduro down in Monterey. And, uh, Kenny was kind of an up and coming driver from the clone air. And I knew if I can get some of these fast clone guys on these motors that this, this would just grow. And so we did, we went down to Monterey and I think we were one of the first ones in NorCal to actually race this motor package. And, uh, Kenny put the card on pole. We won the four hour race. And, uh, you know, I come from tag racing, spending a lot of money. I was just kind of getting burnt out of spending all the money and then got into the two six and we did the four hour race and the motor still looked brand new when we were done. And so it was just awesome. From that point on, it just kind of grew in NorCal and it's, it's a motor for the, for the racers. It's a great motor. I, yeah, I would agree. That's a, that's a great line. A, a motor for the racers, for sure. Let's, uh, for those of you who are maybe listening in to our first podcast, don't know a lot about the KPX Championship. Uh, again, as I said, based in NorCal, uh, running a, a handful of different uh, clubs up there. One of the cool things is the KPX program really works closely with all the clubs up in in Northern California to kind of bring them all together at, at certain races. Uh, Kenny will talk more about 2017, uh, rather Chris will talk more about 2017 and 2018 uh, later in the podcast. But one of the beauties of the program, I think in any program that people that take this kind of approach, see that it's such a focused class structure. 
uh, run Briggs 206 uh, Junior 1 and Junior 2, I believe, uh, Senior and Master's category in 206. Also, you have the, the World Formula Program, which is another great Briggs offering, and then Kid Card as well, running both the Honda and the Comers. Uh, you know, Chris, talk a little bit about KPX. Let's talk about how it was actually formed. You guys talk about how you went racing. Obviously, you grabbed a 206, took Kenny down to the Sid White and did really well. Where was what was the genesis of this KPX program? When did you guys say, "Man, you know what we need? We need to start a series." You know, yeah, it, it it was kind of crazy. You know, Kenny came to work for me, and uh, we were leaving a job, and we looked at each other and said, "We need to make some shirts uh, for this 206." And we didn't have, you know, any plans of growing it to where it is today. It was just we need to do a little local thing, run a couple races. And uh, let's do it. And that's kind of where it started. And uh, so we got together um, with some of the clubs with uh, Dixon Davis. Um, I think Sonoma was one of our first races. And uh, we, we went to these clubs and said, hey, if you guys donate 100 bucks to this 206 thing, we're going to get shirts made up. We're going to get some money. And then we're going to pay the racers. And all oh, the other track was Fresno. And uh, that's where it started. And uh, the tech guy that was at the Sid White that tore my motor apart. After he tore it apart, I looked at him. I said, I have no clue how to put this thing back together. <laughs> you know? Of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was Dan Palazzari. And so come to find out Dan and Dave are really good buddies. And uh, it just kind of blossomed from there. So we went from just to go on top of club dates, just to have a fun time to grow into this kind of a, a regional series where we work with the clubs that, you know, the board, we have a board, there's four of us on us on it. It's, it's, it's Kenny, it's Dan, it's Taylor and I, none of us make a dime, you know, from this, all the money goes back to the tracks and up here in NorCal, these tracks are hurting. And so what we do is we get $10 back for every racer that goes to our banquet. It, it, it goes for, we get an extra race director. It goes towards hotel rooms that we have to pay for, for the workers that we bring in. And we work side by side with the tracks up here. And it's just, it's just taken off. I think we're averaging 110 racers, I think in 2017, we're 2018, I think we're at 92 racers. So it's this, the series is made for the racers by racers. It's not made by, you know, some Joe smoke, you know, smuck at the, you know, the, uh, you know, the liquor store or whatever. It's made by a bunch of racers and we get their input. Um, we send out surveys twice a year to find out what new stuff we can bring into the series, what stuff we can fix and let them have a say because this is their series. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have a series. And that's what we kind of base it off of. You know, the interesting thing, Chris, I think, and you said it, and we've seen it you know, from coast to coast and over many, many years. When you get that, that momentum started, you know, you came out with a concept. Of course, the, you, you embraced a concept that came out of Briggs & Stratton, the, you know, the sealed uh, local option 206 engine, that nice cheap motor, sealed bottom end. But there's the concept. You embrace it. And all of a sudden you get out there and you put a couple races on and you, you, you work with the club and it's, it's t-shirts for good. Like you actually started, you know, it's t-shirts and giving some money back. What was your thought? What was your feeling when the thing started to get some of that momentum? Cause you must've felt it, the excitement for people being at the racetrack. You've got five drivers, you've got 10 and it's 15. Wow. Then it's 30, then it's 40 the next weekend. All of a sudden that momentum really starts to free fall. And that's when the snowball picks up speed. Is it not? When you, all of a sudden like you guys must've had, at least one epiphany moment where there was 60 or 70 guys in the paddock and you couldn't believe what, what was going on. Oh, it was, you know, Kenny and I, we went to, uh, I think it was at Davis, the night race. 
and uh, we went to a, a gas station to get fuel for the race. And as we were driving back to the track, the, the Dixon um, parking lot was just packed for a night mm-hmm. race. And we looked at each other and we literally pulled over, stood in the back of his truck and looked at all these racers that we had there. And uh, that was our, you know, our, our first KPX race. And uh, I think we had, you know, something like 2022, you know, seniors that were showing up yeah. to run this. And, and it was all from NorCal. And, you know, it, it was just, it was the awe moment that I, I, I won't forget that. Every time I go to the track, even yeah. Davis, you know, I pull over, I take pictures when I see the parking lot full there. It's, it, it's, a, it's, it's awesome. It's really neat to see. Hey, you know, again, I've been around for a long time. I, I had the Shifter Cart magazine back in the day. And to be honest, NorCal was one of those hot spots. You know, I came from the, the East Coast here and SoCal. You heard all about the, you know, the big series in SoCal. You heard all about, about Dixon, you know, the, the factory track magic guys being out there. And it, it you know, CTS and Emic. This was, you know, NorCal was a hotbed for karting. And then for a while, I think with some infighting from some of the from and, and some different concepts and different ideologies from a, some of the clubs and their and their presidents and their and their boards, that kind of fell apart a little bit. So to be honest, if you step back and look, and I know you probably feel it up there, and I've talked to a lot of the shops up there, really there's that there's a, like a kind of a, a renewed sense of cooperation and 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 maybe I want to say family to a certain extent in Northern California right now. Yeah, definitely. There is, you know, I mean, Northern California went through a tough time back in uh, 2008 to 2010 and it just, it went downhill from there. I mean, we have, you know, like six, seven clubs within a two hour radius of everywhere. And um, so there, there's a lot of clubs. Members were kind of dying off. I'm going to say probably 80% of our racers that we have today probably have only been in karting for the last three years. And it's all new people here up here in NorCal. It really is. Again, one of the beauties of the 206 program that, you know, I, I've used it many times, Chris, and I'm sure you've used it as well. But it's that com- that comment you say that when, it, when we're talking about trying to grow a sport like we have in karting, where it's an affordable motorsport, but it's, at the same time, it can get expensive at certain levels. We needed to have that that level, that $4,000 brand new cart, whether it's the Margay Ignite that's $39.95, that that price point lowers that barrier of entry. And, you know, that's how you get new people in when they run uh, when they run indoor cart tracks and they're spending thirty dollars a session or whatever it may be, and they they oh I really want to go kart racing, and they find out a cart could be eight nine ten thousand dollars. That's sticker shock. When when somebody sees a four thousand dollar cart or a twenty five hundred dollar used cart, that's that that's that lowering of that barrier of entry that really makes it more affordable for someone to jump in. And you guys are seeing that, of course, with with getting these new guys out, which I think is so important for the sport right now. Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, a 206 motor package is, you know, roughly anywhere between 800 to 1,000 bucks. And, um, and you can run this thing for, I, I had a motor, um, I think I ran it for two years. Yeah. I had a, five motors that um, I let everybody else run. It's just because it was so cheap just to get people back in the sport to prove them that these motors can last all season long. And that's what it is. This We have something, a little stability here now with this motor package here in NorCal that you don't have to have like send it off to a motor builder to get rebuilt every other race, um, spend thousands of dollars there. This right here is just, you adjust the valves, adjust the carburetor and you go run. That's right. You know, that's, it, it's awesome. I mean, you can't ask for anything better than this. Here, here's one thing. I, and I want to give me this feel. I want to, I want to get the cross section. What are you seeing in, in your drivers? Who are the racers of the KPX? Are we looking at, is it a mix of like local regional drivers? You know, every once in a while I see a national name guy come out and play and it's a great thing. It's such a level playing field. You know, it's all about driver. 
what do you see? What is your cross-section of your customers, the drivers who come to the KPX Championship? You know, we get all sorts of them. I mean, we have some Escusa drivers. We have local club drivers. We have new drivers that have never been on the track before. But uh, right now, I'm going to say relatively, they're all real, they're all pretty new drivers. Um, and it, this this package, you can get in, and as long as you can understand how to, how to race a vehicle or race a go-kart, you're going to get fast in these things. You don't have to sit here and worry about tuning a motor, um, you know, making sure you have the best motor package out there. This is all about driver and chassis. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, we had Wes Boswell, uh, Boswell out here and, uh, you know, he was in the top three, top four um, at, at, at the races and he didn't win. But, you know, a lot of the local guys were keeping up with him. And so that's what kind of helps kind of kickstart, I think, the KPX, because now these low budget racers like me that don't want to spend a bunch of money can actually have the opportunity to go race with these Scusa champions. Yeah, you know, and, and we have it in junior ones, junior twos and seniors. Uh, Oliver Calvo, Thomas Mejia, yeah. you know, these guys come and run our series and these kids look up to these kids, you know, to go run with them. And uh, it, it, it's awesome. It really is. It's, it's fun to see. It's great to see a cross-section like that. Folks, we're listening to the very first episode of our new podcast, Operation Grassroots. Stick with us. We'll have more to come after this break. With over 35 years of manufacturing experience, Precision Karting Technologies is the leader in American-made components. We produce high-quality products led by our full line of chromoly and mild steel axles. Metric or imperial, standard or custom, we have what you need. Collars, keys, bearings, we're the source for axle components in the USA. We're not just axles either. At PKT, we can manufacture motor mounts, hubs, brake rotors, and even GoPro mounts. We're also the choice for axle and chassis straightening. We've designed a dedicated table for the sole purpose of straightening and laser aligning your chassis. If needed, we have the capability to cut, replace, and weld portions of your chassis as well. Big crash bent your frame? Send it to us. Broke a spindle yoke off in a wreck? We can replace it. You don't need to toss that expensive frame in the trash bin. We can fix it. We can repair and straighten chassis, and we CNC machine the finest carting products in the country. With over 70 dealers throughout the U.S. and Canada, it's easy to choose PKT. Family owned and operated, proudly made in the USA. PKT, what's in your cart? Welcome back to episode number one of our Operation Grassroots podcast. This podcast brought to you by Briggs Racing. Uh, joining me here for the very first broad broadcast, very excited to have Chris Rossi, one of the series coordinators and promoters of the KPX Championship with us here on the EKN Radio Network. Uh, Chris, we talked about how KPX came to be. It's been a couple of years. Let's talk about 2017. And I think, uh, you know, I, I tell any promoter, it's always you always want to focus on slow, constant, and sustainable growth. And that's what you guys have done. You haven't gone from, you know, 50 guys to 150 or 200 guys. You guys are growing every year. And, you're, and I think in the talks we've had before, you guys are kind of making little changes, little adjustments. You already mentioned that you send a couple surveys out a year to try to find out what your customers want. Let's talk a little bit about 2017. You know, here we are right now. End of the season. When you look back, what are your thoughts on, on, on how this past season went for you guys? It's just, I'm shaken, you know, on, on how 2017 went. It's, um, we, we grew from 2016 and um, we worked with some really great tracks that, you know, helped promote the KPX alongside, you know, 
side by side with us, these guys, you know, Ron Perry down at Fresno, he, uh, you know, he helped, he put the race on in Fresno, helped Atwater get their race up and going. Um, we did, we grew a little bit. Um, we grew definitely in, in the, uh, this, the junior twos. We saw a lot more new faces in here. Um, seniors, we grew quite a bit there also. And, um, just little steps. We didn't make any changes from 2016 to 2017 only. Well, we did, we did, we added kid cart. That was the only change that we did. And we wanted stability, I guess, again, uh, where 2018, we're going to make a couple, you know, adjustments here because we're seeing some classes kind of grow to where we need to kind of split them up a little bit and, and help, you know, um, one of them is, is, uh, you know, the masters, we, we run a master's age at 35 and we're going to yeah. bump that up to next year. Um, we're seeing some, some, some of the racers that couldn't meet the 370 that we have right now for the senior category. So we're going to, we're going to make a heavy class for these guys because these class, I mean, we're, we're averaging, you know, almost 30 carters in the seniors, um, uh, you know, in, in the masters, we're well above 2025 for the masters Man, junior two. It, it's, awesome. it's, yeah. So we're in the, we're in the twenties, 25 for junior twos. And then also junior ones. We, what we do is we, we have a, a B group for these guys for the slower ones. So yep. they don't have to sit here and run with the the Scusa kids and, you know, Sorensen and all those kids out there. Um, so they can come out and they can learn at their own pace. And um, so we just make, make small little changes all we've made all year long. I, you know, I'm really thrilled to hear that. And I know that you're working with the clubs and, and that's, a, it's always tough. I think when you're coming in as a regional program, you sometimes get a little bit of, uh, you don't get the feedback you want. You get a pushback from some of the clubs. But for me, it's one of those things where, you know, I've all I speak and I've written about this many times, Chris, about the pyramid. You know, that's the foundation is club racing, second levels regional racing, top level is national, and and club guys are going to want to run their eight to ten, whatever, twelve races a year, but they're also going to want to challenge themselves. The top guys of the club are going to want to go challenge themselves against the other top guys in the clubs, and you've got five clubs or six clubs up there to be able to get the top five, top ten from every one of these clubs to come out. These the clubs need to support you because you're just developing a really exciting level for them that makes everybody love racing. And I think that I'm glad to hear that, you, that you're getting some pretty good support, at least from some of the clubs, maybe not all of them in terms of hundred percent support, but you know, it, it, it's, it's all a growing, you know, growing pains. There's a lot of learning curves and, and ideally your relationships will continue to improve. One of the things I wanted to bring up, about, you know, we've, I've watched some of the videos online and there's been some YouTube stuff. Some guys have done uh, Facebook live, which I love. There's a great cross section of chassis and equipment at at your races as well. You know, we're not you know, a lot of times at the national level. We're used to seeing the OTKs, the Burrells, the CRGs. Uh, you know that kind that kind of a chassis. Um, wow, uh, I like seeing the Invader Boys back out yep, front. Yep. You know what I mean? I like seeing I like seeing some. I like seeing American made chassis, and I like seeing the cross section. You don't need a brand new chassis; you can have a used one. But it's cool to see different carts and different builders, especially. And I, and I have a, a fondness for, you know, domestic chassis as well, because I think it's a cool thing to have our own industry. And you've really had some success out of some of your, you know, some of the, the, the uh, I would say, domestic or you know, the more NorCal kind of chassis. Yeah, no, we, I mean, Invader, um, you know, Jess Peterson won the, uh, the senior championship yeah. on an Invader. I think that thing is 10, 15 years old is what he was telling me, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It, it, it's awesome. And we have them all. We have Invader, Intrepid, Tony Cart, Burrell, you know, the VLR chassis that's new out this year. And, and, and they're all running up front. It's, it's just not one particular chassis that's dominating. It's like I said, it's all about chassis tuning. Get that cart to handle to what you want it to do with these motors. And um, it's awesome to see that. 
And that is key. And that I think it's one of the things about the 206. Everybody says that, right? It, it really is a driver's category. You can make the chassis work. It's all about being able to drive it. And there's no doubt about that. Now, it, let me, let's go back again. Let's, I, I asked you a little bit about, about 2017. If you were to look back and say, was there one highlight or a couple of highlights? Was it a particular event that was awesome? Did you guys have a big barbecue? Was there a good party afterwards? Or was there one really badass race that was unbelievable? You know, you're getting some amazing numbers in senior. A couple of videos I saw were some amazing starts in senior with this huge pack of guys coming through the opening corners. Was there a highlight for you, Chris? You know, the whole season was a highlight to me. I, I, every race was a highlight to it. Um, you know, at water, the last race of the senior, the, the junior twos were out there running, um, you know, every lap they they were passing each other for the lead. And, and it basically, it came down to the last corner. Um, same thing with kind of like the, uh, the, the seniors, you know, uh, Jess Peterson got out, his teammates were behind him working to help push him ahead. You had the VLR teammates back there trying to push, you know, uh, David Vasquez up and every, every race was a highlight to me. Um, you know, it, it, it really was. I mean, everybody bought their a game at every race to, to go out there and they put everything they had on the table to win that race. Um, from, from factory teams down to low budget teams. That's the thing about it, right? You can, you can roll in with your, your 20, 30, 40 foot trailer, but you can also just pull that Briggs out of the back of the pickup truck. And I've always said that the cart has no idea how it got there. <laughs> you drop it, exactly. you know, as long as you did the work in the garage and the prep before you got there and it's ready to rock, you drop it on the ground and on the grid. It had no idea if it came in a Rolls Royce or if it came in the back of a, of a pickup truck, which I think is so beautiful about it. Now, these drivers all learning, they're learning the racetracks, they're learning the program. What about you guys? What, what did you guys learn as promoters? It's, and you you kind of got thrown in the deep end. You were a racer. All of a sudden you can become a promoter. What did, what did you learn in 2017? Is, is, was there anything in particular you, you, you picked up on, or was it more of a fine-tuning year for you guys? Well, it was a fine-tuning year for us, but it, it was difficult. You know, you have everybody coming to you to ask questions, and we don't want to be the leaders of NorCal to make everybody have to change what they have to run at the club level. We want the clubs to be independent, and, and we help promote the clubs also. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, you know, keep your mouth shut. Don't say too much because rumors start spreading, and then that's when things start going south, I will say. Um, we learned a lot there. Um, but we learned, you know, you got to listen to the racers, um, the racers, you know, if they don't have a say in something, they, they don't want to race it. And so we've had to bring out, you know, an extra race director to help race direct the race because we're getting a lot of pushing and shoving and stuff going on. So we learned a lot from that, um, from how to put on a good race to make sure we have enough people at the race to put on a successful race. That is key. And, And again, like I keep saying, it's a little bit, you know, a little bit better every year, a little bit better every year. What you learn this year is something you're going to be able to, of course, use in 2018. We're going to head to another break, ladies and gentlemen. Again, the first ever episode of our brand new podcast, Operation Grassroots. We're thrilled that you're listening to the EKN Radio Network, uh, the full network launching uh, in early January. Get ready. It's going to be a lot of fun. The first ever 24 uh, 7, 365 day karting radio station on ekartingnews.com. Stick with us. More to come with Chris Rossi. It's no secret that Nick Tucker has launched one of the most successful new karting programs in North America with a focus on cadet racing and his own brand of chassis, Nitro Kart and the Nitro Kart Factory Race Team. Now racers of all ages will have the chance to join this winning team as Nitro Kart is expanding to offer the same caliber program for full-size karts in all categories. Nitro Kart has made partnerships to provide full-size chassis 
and will support drivers on all brands of carts. Drivers who want the winning edge that Nitro Kart provides. And that's not all, because Nitro Kart has just announced a unique new Kid Kart rebate program to help families with the transition to cadet racing. The program will make it easier for Kid Kart racers and their parents move to the next level of karting at an affordable price and on the best equipment. For more information, go to nitro-kart.com. Now let's hear from the real experts. Nitro Kart, race one or chase one. Welcome back to Operation Grassroots, brought to you by Briggs Racing, Briggs of Stratton, and of course the 206 program. Uh, talking today with Chris Rossi from the KPX Championship, one of the uh, series coordinators and promoters. Chris, uh, we've talked about 2017. Now it's time to look forward. Let's uh, turn a page and talk about 2018. What do you guys got in store? What's potentially on the on the on the drawing board? You know, obviously a lot of feedback. You, you talk about taking feedback from your drivers, your teams, your families, the shops that support the program because you know the KPX has become a very key component to the industry as well, not just racers, but it's become, I think really big for the industry in Northern California. More time, the more guys are racing and, you know, bending parts and, and burning through tires and yes. oil and everything. It's a key cog in fueling the industry as well. What do you guys got going for 2018? So for 2018, um, we're going to go from six races down to five. And part of that is we want the racers to, to support the clubs a little bit more. We don't want them just to come run the KPX. Like so that. we're going to go down to five races like um, to help support the clubs. Yeah. And um, who knows what 2019 will bring. But like I touched on a little bit, you know, we have a senior class that we run at 370. And we have a master's class at 35 and over at 390. So we're going to drop the weight of the senior class down to 360. And then we're going to add a heavy class um, at 390. And then the master's class is going to go up to 40 and above. Um, is it, or basically the big changes that we're going to do for, for 2018. Um, we're getting a lot of racers that don't want to run with the seniors and they're not old enough to run with the masters. So now we're kind of putting together this heavy class for them to come run, I like um, that. especially with, you know, yep. yeah. So it's, we're touching a little bit on trying to, trying to keep everybody happy much as we can with making little steps is what we're trying to do. It doesn't seem like a bad idea to me, you know, as a, as a, as a Ford, like I'm 49 myself, you know, I've, a lot of times I've driven in the senior categories. Uh, sometimes I drive in the master's classes and, and the, the weights are pretty heavy. I like the fact that you, you're kind of setting up and you, and, and you know what you're doing, you're doing what's key. It's you guys are a regional program. You don't need to worry what happens in Wisconsin or Florida or Texas. You guys are catering to your drivers in your region, in your hundred and 150 drivers, you're making decisions based on the guys you have and what suits them well. I think that's listening to your customer base. And I, I would I, I would think you're going to see a lot of really good feedback from that. Exactly. I mean, we've already have. I mean, we've kind of talked a little bit about it this year to some of the drivers, um, and they're they're excited about it, uh, especially with moving the Masters up to 40 and above. There was a couple that didn't want to run with the 35-year-olds that were 45 to 50. So now it kind of opens it up. You know, there's three level playing fields that they can come run on now. And, you know, in the senior category, I mean, at 370, that's a lot of weight for some of these junior twos that are moving up into seniors to, to add a lot of weight to the car. I know it's only 10 pounds, but still 10 pounds is 10 pounds. Let's talk about, uh, obviously, the support group that you guys have. You know, you, you mentioned the four guys, the coordinators, the promoters, uh, essentially the board. Uh, I, I know there's a lot of shops that, that get behind what you guys do. I'm going to give you a chance to, to talk a little bit about that, because as I mentioned coming off of the break, 
the KPX championship, it really has not only just revitalized racing itself in Northern California, but re- you really have thrown a bit of a lifeline, I think, for some of the shops up there. Uh, you know, Briggs and Stratton, the engine program, not really, you know, there's not a lot of, uh, a lot of profit margin uh, built yeah. into the, that package, and that's fine. But it's bringing people into the sport that you can sell helmets and suits and gloves and oil and chains and bodywork and Nerf bars and tires, you name it. Um Talk about some of the maybe some of the shops that that you you want to bring up that, that are your sponsors, guys that have really really kind of embraced the KPX program. I think that's key right now. Yeah, I think you know I got to name all the shops. The shops have been yeah. awesome, you know, with us. You know, one is you know Rodney Rivera, Nevada Kart Sport. He's been with us for. Um, hang on, real fast. I got a phone call. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is live. Um, but Rodney Rivera, Nevada Kart Sport, has been awesome. Um, he's he's been with us for the last two years. He brings, you know, eight to ten racers to the track. Uh, you know, he's from the Reno area. Cole Nelson, you know, invader. Uh, he brings between eight to ten racers. And um it's just it's it's awesome to see all that. Um, another one is PKS, you know, Glenn Araki from Fresno. He's been supporting yeah. us. Um, you know, Don Derby and Cambrian go-karts, uh, he's been, you know, supporting us the last couple of years, uh, Greg Bell, uh, leading edge. He's been here and he's been, you know, I talked to him probably, I don't know, a couple times a month just to see how everything is going and what we need to do different and, and let him give his input, what needs to be done. Um, you know, VLR has stepped up with the factory team and they're supporting us, you know, um, man, I can't, hopefully I'm not missing anybody, but <laughs> Um, it's like, it's like an Academy, it's like an Academy award speech, right? You don't want to yeah. miss anybody. Yeah, exactly. You, 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 it, it's <laughs> these shops are bringing, you know, probably 20 to 30% of our racers. I mean, you walk through the pits yeah. and, you know, Nevada cart sport has, you know, 10 barrels sitting out there, you know, invader has, you know, 10 invaders out there. And, uh, it's, it's, it's awesome to see that stuff. Um, if it wasn't for them, you know, we probably wouldn't be where we are today. They're the ones that are inside the shop that are selling the KPX to these new drivers. And that's, we need these shops to support us is what we need. Yeah, the amazing thing is those, those are the also, the, you know, your first phone calls when you're trying to get prizes or whatever it may be for the, for the banquet as well. You know, those are the guys you go to because, uh, you know, they're, they're the core. They're the foundation of the, of the sport. And that's the industry that, that, make, that provide us with what we need to go racing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, for 2018, we're, we're going to try to look beyond the shops and, and try to get some different sponsorship just because, you know, these shops don't make a lot of money. You know, um, you know, selling a Briggs part, they get $50 for making a, you know, selling a motor. So we don't want to nickel and dime these shops to death. We want to try to go after some bigger sponsors in 2018. That's kind of what our goal is for 18 is, is to go after some bigger sponsors and not dwindle down these shops, you know, that are, that are, you know, living paycheck to paycheck, just like the rest of us. And so maybe put a little bit more money in their pocket and they could do a little bit more. In your mind, based on you know the feedback you've had here late in the season, uh, you know maybe some some contact you've had with your racers with your teams, do you have a number in your head in terms of growth for next year, or would you be content just to to kind of stay where you are? Do you feel like you're going to get even more growth? I know that two hundred six is growing, you know, obviously up in the Pacific Northwest. It's really starting to take off now down in Southern California. It's growing in Texas. You name it. You know they're starting to get some stuff going to Colorado. Do you feel like there's going to be more growth for two thousand eighteen for KPX? 
Oh, definitely. I think there is. I think once we release these new weights, um, yeah. yeah, it's it. You're going to see different racers coming out that want to race. Um, one of them is you know is Taylor Young. He's on our board, and he didn't race this year because he's ten pounds overweight in the senior category. Now we're going to have the the heavy category. So now he's excited that he can get back in in the cart and be competitive again. Um, so I think we're going to see some of those guys that raced. Um, you know, a year ago that, uh, all of a sudden they're not racing anymore. I think we've, av- you know, we, we've had a, almost 190 people, I think have raced the KPX this year alone. I wow. think I can't remember it, It's so we, we got it. We got to get those guys back in the cart, get them to keep coming to these races is what we have to do. That's right. And, we always say that, right. You, you could, you could yeah. do if you can, if you can drag a guy out, to, if you attract the guy out to one race, why can't you get him out to all five? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so that's what we're going to do. I mean, you know, Briggs has helped us out tremendously with some sponsorship. We've given away free entries to the junior ones, junior twos, thanks to Briggs. Uh, I think we gave away a total of, uh, I want to say pretty close to 52 entries that we gave away free entries to the KPX wow. um, seniors and masters. We'd uh, each race one race. The masters would win 500 bucks. And then the next race, the seniors, we alternated it. And so five people had the opportunity to win a hundred bucks. And it wasn't necessarily the, the, uh, the winner of the race got the a hundred bucks. He drew from a, from a hat, a number. And if you drew number five, five, six, seven, eight, nine, got a hundred dollars. So wow. just because you won, you're not going to get the prizes. And even the same thing with tires. So, um, yeah, so we're trying to give it to everybody, give everything away to everybody. I like it. I like it. Folks, stick with us. Our first ever episode of the Operation Grassroots Podcast brought to you by Briggs Racing. Chris Rossi joining Rob Howden here on the ECAN Radio Network. Stay with us. More to come after this break. In racing, you always want to be focused on improvement. Improving your driving, your braking, your lines, and your understanding of chassis dynamics. At the Rawls Performance Group, we specialize in driver development providing a platform to maximize every opportunity for success. Our staff is made up of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. We're dedicated to your development, your constant improvement, and your success. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. It's what we do. We win. RPG can provide training and trackside support for many of the sport's biggest programs. In 2018, we'll be running the Supercar USA Pro Tour, Winter Series, the Super Nationals, and both the California Pro Kart Challenge and the Can-Am Karting Challenge. If you're looking forward to 2018 and you want to explode out of the gate to put in the best season of your life, call us to reserve a space under our tent for the inaugural Scusa Winter Series. We'll be in Florida to win championships, and we'd love to have you with us. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode number one of Operation Grassroots. This is going to come out right before Christmas. We're going to get this out quick. It'll be up on the ECAN Radio Network after that. Stay tuned for more, lots more information on the ECAN Radio Network. We're looking to launch our first 24-7 radio station on eCarding News. That'll come hopefully the first week of June. We're getting everything in place. There'll be an app as well. You'll be able to just, uh, wherever you are, click on the app, and it'll be essentially just like a terrestrial radio station. We'll have content, podcasts, interviews. All our ECAN live broadcasts will be on there. Just a ton of content, uh, audio wise that you can listen to rolling down the road, whatever you're doing, you're working out, be able to listen to some, to some carding content. Uh, once again, capping off uh, a great interview so far here with Chris Rossi, one of the, uh, coordinators of the KPX championship in Northern California. Uh, one of the easily, one of the leading 206 programs 
uh, in the country. Chris, let's cap things off here with maybe some final thoughts here. You know, we talked about 2017, how great it was. You gave us a little insight into some of the adjustments coming for 2018. If you were to look out to 2019, 2020, you know, what are we seeing coming down the pipe? What's what's going to happen with KPX? Is there an opportunity to grow it? What's What are your thoughts? You know, there's there's always opportunity to grow the K, any sport. And I think it's just listening to the racers, what they want. You know, um, to me personally, the KPX is, is right now a four-cycle only series. Who knows what 2019, 2020 could lead yeah. to? Different motor packages. You know, NorCal is up here changing. We get constantly changing up here. So we kind of have to kind of keep with the times and what the racers want. Um, so we're always, you know, looking for that next thing. Um, you know, we went on to Vinco tires. Um, I mean, there's some of these people out here, Rob, that are running these tires for eight races. I saw some of the, at, at Outwater, they had eight dots on their tires. That, this was their ninth race and they're still running mid pack to the front. And so just wow. trying to keep the cost down is what we need to do and, and have some stability up here, more stability up here in NorCal in 2019, I think is, is trying to get everybody to work together. If we can all work together, it can really grow fat, you know, grow, it can blossom. Well, the funny thing is, for all intents and purposes, you guys started as this smaller 206 program, right? With just 206 seniors, then juniors. It was just just this kind of grassroots um, momentum, this movement for 206 to bring people racing together. You've kind of become the de facto regional series for the for NorCal at this yeah. point here. So, you know, I know you're thinking maybe, well, you know, it could be 206, so we'll just stick with 206, but you know, potentially two cycles, if two cycles strong at the clubs is something you may, may need to be looking at as the, you know, as the regional series for NorCal. Is that something that potentially comes down the line potentially? Yeah, exactly. We always got to look what the next step is. You know, if the clubs are growing with the two cycle stuff and that's what they want in the KPX, that's what we'll do. Um, you know, this is, this is, this series is made for the racers, like I said, by the racers. And, uh, yeah. we got to, we got to, whatever they want, we got to do what they want. Um, and, 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 you know, 2018, where I think we're going to stick with a four cycle series only, we're not going to go anywhere else. Um, it's still growing up here in NorCal, but, you know, to, later on, who knows what the next thing is going to be. I still think the 206 has a home here in karting for a long time. Um, it's, I agree. you know, the cost effective, um, you know, you can run a, a, a motor all season long and maybe spend, I don't know, maybe a hundred bucks on, you know, lapping the valves and things like that. So it, it definitely has right. it, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's changing the oil, you know, it costs you $20 a race to That's change crazy. the oil. So no, it, it's, it's, it's always going to have a home. And I think it will always have a home with the KPX because that's what made the KPX was the 206. And you know what? And, and there's the support there all the way through the, the region too, which is great. Now, all right, I'm going to give you an opportunity here as we get ready to cap things off for our first ever operation grassroots podcast, Chris, give us, give us the website, uh, I got, cause I got a question for you afterwards. Give us the website. Give us uh, where, where do people go? How do they follow you on Facebook? Are you on Twitter? Where, where, wherever you are, give you a chance to kind of roll out the commercial for KPX. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's the website? So the website. So first of all, we have a Facebook page. It's uh, kpx.com. I mean, Facebook, it's KPX racing on Facebook. And um, you can get a lot of information there. We also have another uh, Facebook page, West Coast Briggs, that we put a lot of information on yep. that. Um, the majority of the stuff goes on to the Facebook page of West Coast Briggs, I'm going to say. Uh, if okay. you want to get anything, any information, what's going on, the series, the schedule, we do have that. Um, it's it's where the more of the, uh, I guess, the 
technical stuff, all that stuff is going to be mostly on West Coast Briggs. But we do have a Facebook page, uh, Carding Championship, KPX. Yeah, so you're, you're, you know, you're leveraging the immediate delivery, right? That's the great thing about social media right now. You can just drop it out there and, and connect with everybody so quickly. Now, here's the final question before we cap off here, because this will be a trivia question down the line for somebody. I know what it is. What is KPX, right? What's the KPX championship? What is KPX? What does it stand for? KPX, that, that's, it's, it's another funny story. So we had a, a guy who sponsored <laughs> <I know>. us. <laughs> and uh, when Kenny and I started this series, we we're like, what do we name this thing? And uh, this, we had no idea. And uh, this guy named Philip Pegler called us and said, uh, you know, he wants to sponsor the series. He likes what we're doing. And uh, his goal was to, to um, he, he had a, he, it's his name. KPX was his name. We actually got it. We bought it off of him, but his goal was to go to schools and introduce go-karting into schools, which it never happened. And so it's, it's called cart project X is what it stands for. Yeah. And, uh, this guy, he called us and he sponsored us for the first two years. And, uh, then the third year this year, we, we bought the, the name, the rights to the name off of him. Cause we didn't, we didn't want to change the name. Once we have this out there, we don't want to change it. And uh, so that's where the KPX kind of came from. It's kind of a funny story, but uh, Philip, we still, we're, we're still in yep. talk with him and stuff. He's every now and then he wants to kind of help out the KPX, but uh, that's where it came from. I love it. I love it. I just, I figured I'd end off with that because that's something that people go, what the hell is KPX? I, listen, it's a story. I got to let Chris or somebody there tell you about it. That's yeah. awesome. I love that. Yeah. That's great. Well, listen, Chris, thank you so much, man. This has been a great podcast. The very first one for Operation Grassroots. Uh, our listeners on ecardinews.com and the EKN Radio Network, that's what this podcast is all about. A chance to talk to the people that run 206, people that are at the grassroots level. You know, we're going to get a lot of information from 206 people that, that everybody can use. You know, clubs can learn a lot. Series can learn a lot from listening to a guy like Chris, uh, Chris Rossi and everybody from KPX. You guys have done it. You guys have a successful program. And the success, all the stuff you guys are doing, I think can, can get uh, used by so many different series uh, around the country. I, I do appreciate you coming on, Chris. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for having us. That's awesome. Thanks. Thank you, Robin. I got to say something. You know, it's it's uh, it's kind of cool when your name is on e-carding news and in a race report. We have a lot of kids who call us and say, look, look, my name's on this report. And so thank you for everything that you do for the sport, Rob. Thank you very much. You know, David Cole and I obviously very passionate about the sport. We love it. And uh, thank you so much for saying, and I know we love when, when kids get on there, get to see it. They get to be part of the, the Briggs weekly racing series as well. It's just exciting. It's, it's what we do. You know, it's, you, you want to be able to try to provide uh, exposure for everybody. And, and yeah, it's awesome to see the kids when they get excited, having their name on, on the, uh, on the site, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you. There he is, guys. Chris Rossi from the KPX Championship. Uh, again, just a fantastic program up in Northern California right now. Couldn't ask for much more in terms of building that, that grassroots foundation right now that we need. We need it all across the sport right now because that's what's going to rebuild the foundation. Drivers, and then, of course, will start potentially moving themselves up for fat to get into faster carts, whatever it may be. But yeah, we need to have a strong foundation to build the, the sport and try to get it back to where it's been at, at its high points. Uh, again, thank you so much to Chris Rossi for joining us on this very first edition of the Operation Grassroots podcast. Big thanks to Briggs and Stratton Racing, a huge supporters of eCardingNews.com and, of course, massive supporters of the sport of karting. Uh, this part of the EKN Radio Network, folks, stick with us. We're going to have the full launch in early January, 24-7 karting content, audio content, on the very first radio station dedicated just to kart racing. Stick with us. Can't wait for 2018. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Rob Howden, 
And again, this has been the Operation Grassroots Podcast.